Hi everyone, and welcome to Oaktown Boys, episode 11. We're past 10. Uh, my name is Dan. And I'm Corey. And it was a pretty good week. It's, it's always weird to talk about a good week on a day that you lost, but it was a yeah. good week. Yeah, I went through a lot of emotions already today, but I am firmly um, okay with everything that has happened. In fact, maybe even a little bit happy. 4-2. It all started out on Tuesday. We... Took a victory over the Cleveland Clevelanders. Uh, the A's won four to three, and started out kind of bad. They got out behind. Manaya was terrible. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that. It's a bad trend in his recent starts, uh, but the bullpen stepped up big time. They went eight and a third scoreless innings. Uh, first and foremost, Birch Smith stood way the heck up, pitched three innings to fill in for uh, Manaya and save the day. And then everyone just pitched great. Puck looked especially great. Uh, was that his first outing with the big league club? I believe so, yeah. And he looked great. He looked like he'd been there Yeah, and I mean, he's got that new Randy Johnson-esque sidearm slot, and it's great. It looks like it's working. Yeah. Andrew Chafin had the save that day, which we probably won't see too much of, but it's kind of cool to, to spread the love there. And it was just, in general... Um, the A's have been playing well the last couple of weeks, and it was another example of a slow and steady, you know, no one was panicking, come from behind victory, and it was it was great. Capped off by uh, Jed go ahead double in the tenth, top of the tenth. Yes. Yeah, and then Andrew Chafin came in and shut it down. So it was all around a great win. It was a good way to start off the week, and I don't know where that was in the win streak at the time, like six in a row, five in a row. I think it was five, or maybe six. I don't know. So Tuesday we were feeling good. <coughs> and then uh, Wednesday, classic Frankie start. Um, it was he gave up two runs in the first inning. Um, with the way the offense has been going right now, though, two runs in the first inning really isn't the end of the world. You know, I mean, it isn't great. You don't hope for it, but um, he seems to he seems to like to give up two or three runs and then settle down and go six and be great. Um, and I'll take it at this point. I, I've come to expect it. I will take it. He does it every time. Um, kind of like you were referencing. I mean, they were he gave up he gave up two, and then there was really nothing. I mean, it took the offense a while to get going. Um, they looked kind of lifeless at first. Started picking it up a little bit more, and then really, really woke up. Uh, two in the two in the top of seventh, four in the top of the eighth. Um, three of those being a three run home run from Jed Lowry, who is hot, on fire. He's hot. He's on fire. Um. And yeah, that put that three run homer put him up six three, and they cruised. They totally cruised. It was uh, it was stressful for seven innings, and then not stressful at all for the last two innings. And easy win, uh, continuation of a win streak. Not really much to say except that Elvis Andrus hit a home run to tie the game at three, which was totally unexpected. They had just given up, I believe, a home run. No, Oscar Mercado had doubled. Oscar Mercado had doubled in a run um, to put the Indians up three two. And I was not feeling good because we just scored two runs and we just tied the game. Oh, and that's was, what you can't do. You know, you it was terrible. Yeah. I was I had to leave for my softball game right after that happened, and I was so sure we were, it, it was, was just gonna snowball into something terrible. And literally, as soon as you walked out the door, the single hit by pitch homer. No worries, rest of the game. It was awesome. Um, I think it so might yeah. have been might have been Elvis Andres with the game tying solo shot first. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, anyway, so yeah, homers, homers from our, the power duo that is Jed Lowry and Elvis Andrus. And, right. uh, 
Kept cruising. We're rolling. We were rolling at this point. Things are going great. Rolling so hard that they had possibly the greatest victory of the history of the franchise on could, Thursday. Could be, could be the greatest day's game of all On time. Thursday, the A's won 17-0, and their previous record for greatest margin of victory in a shutout was 16-0. I think they had done it quite a few times. Yeah, I've I even, remember a few I've even attended one of those myself. However, uh, they outdid it all on Thursday, 17-0. Amazingly, there were only two home runs by the A's that day, both by Mitch Moreland, who's casually hot right now. Yeah, and both solo shots. So, I mean, a lot of runs, putting a lot of both solo what, shots. like 10 walks. Was... <laughs> Looking at the line of RBI is just hilarious. Elvis had two, Seth had one, Canna had three, Marte had three, Moreland had two, Murphy had two, Olsen had two, Piscotti had two. It was up and they, down. They Everyone walked 10 fire. times. Matt Chapman <laughs> had, he set a record for the franchise with, or matched the record of Mark McGuire and maybe someone else with five walks in a game. He also <clears throat> has just been getting hot in general since then, so it's possible those five walks really triggered something in him. He was, it was, it was, he wasn't, we were talking about this today. He would, he didn't look, and I, we're going to talk about this more later. But it was it. It seemed like a turning point for sure. It seemed like a turning point, and lo and behold, maybe it was. Everybody was hitting. They's got fourteen hits. Fourteen hits and ten walks. That's a lot. Fourteen hits and ten walks, and they scored seventeen runs out of it. You really can't ask for much more. How do we do? How was the runners? Runners in scoring position seven for twenty-one. You know, I mean. Yep. Come on. <laughs> that's how you do it. And Chris Bassett just stepped up and was like, "You bullpen." Chill for a little bit. I've got six innings of shutout ball in me. Two walks, six strikeouts, three hits. AJ Puck came on again, had a nice inning. He did, did walk one person. And then Garen Diekman shut it down. So it was a great, easy win. De- definitely the easiest and most relaxing victory of the season thus far, maybe ever. For sure. We were chilling. We were chilling watching them hit the ball all over the yard. It was, ama- it was amazing. Um... And it just really felt like things like, really felt like the game that we've been waiting for as fans for months. Yeah, yeah, we needed a, we needed a very clear sign that they were hitting the ball. That well. they're good. And 17, <laughs> 17 runs is is an offensive explosion, and we've been waiting for one of those. So um, that is the that was a that's the end of the win streak though. We lost on Friday six to eight. Hell of a way to end a win streak a seventeen nothing win. You know that's a nice punctuation. On a long win streak, um, Irvin was pretty bad. He wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't deserve to give up five. I mean, I, three earned runs in five innings isn't terrible. It ended up being five runs though. They made three errors. It was a very sloppy game. Um, really winnable, so it makes it even more frustrating. You know, I mean, they very easily could have won this game and just didn't. So um, it happens sometimes, but it's annoying. Um, Romo and Petit both gave up runs. You don't see that happen very often, so it's kind of a bad sign. Um, but, yeah, they just basically made errors. They blew the game. Yeah, when Romo came in and gave up a first-pitch three-run bomb to freaking Pozo, uh, I knew it was not going to go was their it, way that gonna day. It wasn't going to be our day. Um, but Moreland, had, Moreland, stayed, Moreland was hit the ball well. He tripled. Um, Olsen homered. They scored enough runs to win. They just didn't couldn't hold on to it. 
So not really, honestly, not like much to say. Not much to say about this game. It was frustrating. It was kind of annoying, but it wasn't. Didn't seem like that big of a deal because it was literally the first game that we'd lost in what felt like forever. So, um, yeah, no, you know, bad, bad loss, but it happens. I think Yohel Pozo might kill us for years. So it seems that he fits the mold of an ace killer in, in a lot of ways, and you know, maybe he won't be, but he definitely has been. He was that series. Gave us a hard time. And alas, we are on Saturday. The Matt Chapman game, some people are calling it. I think that's very fair. He showed out. We were talking about how the 5 o'clock game maybe clicked something on for him. And then here he is with two home runs. And just one of the best catches anybody has ever seen. Yeah, one of the one of the sickest baseball players. As soon as the ball was hit, it was very clear that under ordinary circumstances it was going to drop nicely into left field where nobody could possibly catch it. Somehow Matt Matt Chapman caught it and he just sprinted straight back, made an amazing swipe snatch. It was literally like a stab. It was he stabbed at it. On his way down to his belly and he caught it and Honestly, I'm not sure how the dude that there was a guy on first base less than two outs and he made it back, and I don't know how because. Well, I mean, like the smart read on the ball would have been that it was going to drop. It was going to drop. Go to third, no he, problem. Maybe he could have scored and probably. Yeah, depending. Been. I mean, it could have been a double. It was in that weird spot. It was in that weird no man's <laughs> land between the corner infielder and the and the outfielder. They so, almost got him at first, but they did not. It was incredible. It was literally incredible. Maybe the best play he's ever made. And this just saying something. This game, again, was an example of the A's showing resolve and just they did not quit. They started out okay. It was 2-1 A's after two innings, 3-1 even after five and a half, but then the Rangers scored two, tied it back up, and uh, I was kind of feeling lousy at the moment. And then the A's immediately responded with four in the seventh. Which is huge. Which is huge, and it's Not really... Not only a four-run inning is huge... But a four-run inning as a response after you've given up the lead yep. is extra huge, you know? Yep. And then Seth Brown threw on an insurance run in the ninth. And, you know, this adding on an insurance run type mentality has just been sorely missing uh, from the A's offense until recently. And so it's just nice to see the pattern of good offensive games coming together. And hopefully this wasn't just a blip on the map. With the arrival of Starling, hopefully it continues. Yeah, and I'm totally, I mean, I am on record being a sucker for Seth Brown, but I feel like he really is actually settling in very nicely. He's been hit the ball He's got a lot of pop. He does. He does indeed. Um, And then today, Benaya was bad again, um, which was frustrating, and I feel like our page, I feel like our threshold is just so low, because they've been pitching so well. So frustrating. going so well. But Sean was... He was not as bad today as he was on Tuesday. On Tuesday, he had nothing. I'm looking at this now. I, I had to leave mid-game today, and I'm shocked that he made it through five. Yeah, I mean, to, he he was just giving. He gave up three homers. First time they said ever that yeah. he's given up three homers, which is shocking. So I feel like that's happened before. Um, but anyway, I mean, he wasn't good. He was not nearly as bad as Tuesday. So definitely two bad starts in a row, and he wasn't great start before that either, right? No. But that's not three, three, even three starts does not a trend make. You know, it's true. I mean, it's it is worrying and it wasn't fun to watch. I can say that much for sure. But um, I, I think it's okay. We'll see. But uh, we'll see. some 
some definitely some silver linings. Chapman homered again. Yeah. Um, the homer. The offense looks okay. You know, four runs isn't like tons, but there was a lot of time when we were trying to win with two runs. So even four runs on an off day, I think, still means you're going pretty well. Uh, Bert Smith, Kip was great again. Bert Smith, the innings eater. So I'm not fully ready to hop on that train, but maybe. Maybe. We need someone in that role, and if he wants to do it, that's fine. Yeah, they really haven't had the innings eater. They haven't had to because their starting rotation's been yeah. so good. But you need to have that guy, and if Bert Smith wants to be, if Bert Smith wants to fall on that grenade, then I more power to him. Um, so yeah, as I, as we said at the beginning, uh, four and two week, cool ending a four ending a week on a loss and having to talk having to do all of this on a day that they lost makes it feel like a stupid four and two instead of a cool four and two. But it's four and two regardless. So good week, good Jack- week. They scored a lot of runs. Yeah, they scored a lot of runs. They did. They scored enough to win. Unfortunately, they had some rough patches with the defense and the pitching this week. The defense is surprising. The defense was the more surprising part. Pitching is going to come and go a little bit. It's going to ebb and flow. It's you know you're not going to, no you're not going to get 162 straight good starts. But the defensive struggles have been weird. Um, but I I feel like also that ebbs and flows a little bit as the season goes on. So I'm not worried about it. it hasn't been happening enough. it hasn't been happening consistently enough for me to be worried about it. But it's definitely something I've noticed. Yep. Um, so yeah, that's it. Um, that's that's the week. That's the recap. And it was honestly pretty cool. It was cool. My moment of the week, if you couldn't tell already, is the Matt Chapman game, and specifically the catch. Uh, it's for sure the greatest play he's ever made in the major leagues on a non-ground ball. And it might even be cooler than all of the plays he's made on ground balls. Just saying, if you haven't seen it, you better go watch it. I mean, the only other thing I can really think of is like the various tarp catches. Yeah, those are close. But I feel like that's the, the main thing that's cool about those is that there's just something involved. Like it's, talk. it's not actually that yeah. incredible of a catch. And it's those just, are also like foul balls. This yeah. ball is in play. Yeah, <clears throat> and it really was. It's just, it's it's the read is impossible. There's I don't know how many people in the majors can make that play. Even if they know it's coming, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, my moment of the week was the bullpen being amazing. The bullpen being like truly amazing in a couple moments, you know, like we have we have lambat we have we have lambasted the bullpen on on occasion on this podcast, and I think with good reason. But they are it is we are playing really well right now, and our bullpen being awesome is one of the reasons. That seems to be a theme that runs through teams that are playing well. If a team is playing well, their bullpen is usually they have pit, they have pitching there they have to pitching steady general, the ship. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we don't even need to talk about... I mean, of course we have starting pitching. We have starting pitching. We're up to our ears in starting pitching, thankfully. But um, our bullpen has been consistent, and I think it's been A.J. Puck. I think it's been A.J. The, the, it's, the, everyone looks... It's like the last puzzle piece just yes. snapped everything everyone. It's piece, like no one's stressed out about their role anymore. And and no I mean, Sergio Roma has just been so good. He gave up a bomb on one pitch this week, but he didn't even put the runners on. You know, it's like yeah. whatever. What are you going to do? And you're going to get got sometimes. You know, and like it's home runs. I think happen. I saw somewhere he'd literally given up like three hits in the last sixty dudes he'd faced or something. So yeah, there was. It was like his his. Let's keep I, that up. It was like a, over like a twenty inning stretch. He had given up. Yeah, like. The, the one that I'd seen, he'd given up like two base hits, and his whip was like yeah, point two. The whip is smaller than you you see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, AJ Puck. I mean, I we don't have a ton of huge glaring holes right now. So as cool uh, as it would be for AJ Puck to be a top of the line starter and ace right now, he is more valuable to us in a important bullpen role. 
yep. at least this season. So here's to hoping, man, that this is what we're getting from AJ Puck. So small sample size, of course, but his first action back in the bigs, AJ Puck has got three innings over three outings, one hit, one walk, two strikeouts. Take that all day. And he's throwing. And strikes. he's looking good. It's, it looks it's good. he passes the eye test. You yeah. know, what I mean, it looks. He looks like a major league pitcher now, whereas prior he had looked. I mean, I, he had had good stretches. I'm not actually that surprised. Yeah, and the I mean, it's mostly injury stuff. You know it's I mean? mostly it's injury effectiveness. stuff. Effectiveness. And then there was that you know the Las Vegas AAA effect this year. But I mean, they were talking about how like if you if you can pitch through the crap you got to deal with at Vegas, the heat, the humidity, just the yeah. hitter friendly atmosphere, you can pitch anywhere. You know? Yeah. So and he looks, he just looks awesome. And I, the dropping the arm slot down a little bit, on one level gives you a weak, kind of a weird delivery. You know, what I mean, yeah. it gives you that you're coming from almost behind people. And also, he said, and th- this week was the first time I'd heard it, that he it hurting doesn't throwing doesn't hurt for him anymore. I know, it's and like, it hurt. Why did whole, it hurt before? It hurt, I, apparently, it hurt the whole time. Oh. And so, of course, he's pitching better. He's. It doesn't hurt. Pain-free. Like, imagine... I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. Being so good while something was hurting, and then it just doesn't hurt anymore. Like, wow. This is not, this is super easy now. Yep. So, yeah. Super stoked on AJ Puck. Everything that we needed so far. And if he can be, even be half as good as he's been for the rest of the year, then we are sitting pretty. <laughs> as of right now, the gamble to keep Puck over Lazardo is looking okay. Jesus Lazardo has not been able to get anyone out. Nope. Um... But anyway, I uh, man, it is good to see Matt Chapman looking like himself on both sides of the ball. Oh, baby! Um, he's just the five walk game was incredible. It was an incredible thing to watch. He just wasn't sw- offering at pitches that he had been with it. Oh, yes. And it was just like oh, he woke up one. It was just like you know, I got an extra hour of sleep one night or something. <laughs> he's finally just caught up, up on his was... sleep debt. <laughs> but uh, it' great to see. Great to see and. They just, he looks happier. He looks like he's having a better time. He know? does. That, I posted that video on our Twitter of Matt and Matt. Yeah, laughing. Having, being so happy together. They're that just was laughing. That was just beautiful. It was heartwarming. And it beautiful. is, you know, there. It's, it's a game at the end of the day. You know, I mean, we, we make a, it is a big deal, but it's also a game. And if you're not having fun, then the game isn't going to go as well for you as if you were having a lot of fun. So, yeah. Um, it's good to see, and it's definitely coinciding with us winning. Yep. So Matt Chapman, this this week without today because my number generator doesn't have that in it. Uh, he had two home runs, three strikeouts, nine walks. That's a three eighty five batting average, a six thirty six on base. So that's a one point four eight three OPS on the week. And then today, so that didn't include today. He went three for four. With two runs, an RBI, one strikeout. So let's do more of that, Matt Chapman. That's a yes. beautiful week right Please there. Please just have, be a harbinger of things to come, you know? Oh, man, we might have to follow up and just see. I wonder how much his on-base percentage rose this week. I was trying to figure it out. I was having a hard time figuring it out, but it was it was significant. <laughs> his OPS is, I think his OPS is up at least 40 points. It's now at two, he's hitting 224 with a 712 OPS, and I'm, I wouldn't be shocked if his average was like very recently sub two hundred, and his OPS was recently like six ten or something. The, I know they were ugly. They were his his OPS was it, I think it was in like the six sixties, and now he's up. He's getting close to seven hundred. 
So he's pulled out of the Piscotti range. Oh, is the... he over seven hundred now? Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess he was hitting homers all over the place. So, yeah, five walks and three homers will get your OPS up in a hurry. He's looking more like a Sean Murphy than a Stephen Piscotty in the lineup. Just he is indeed. Numbers-wise. And Sean Murphy. Oh, my gosh. Sean Murphy. It seems like Sean Murphy doubles every game. He hits the ball so dang hard. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I guess the only thing, really, the only concern is kind of Mania. And as I kind of talked about, like, I'm not that worried about it. It's, it hasn't been fun to watch. To be concerned is to jump but, to major conclusions. Yes. I think I think it's fair to say the the uh, the game against Cleveland, the heat and humidity was really getting to him. It didn't seem like he could grip the ball. I mean, the only, the only, the main thing, the main concerning thing about that game, as I kind of mentioned earlier, he had nothing. He had nothing. And but, that was the first time that I can remember all year where he had. He was Nothing. constantly going to the rosin bag. I I don't think he could grip the ball. Um, which is um. In that event, then yeah, that's that's great. You know, like no, I'm not worried about that at all. Then, but um. So yeah, we don't have a lot of holes, but we do kind of have reinforcements coming. Um, I mean, like they're playing today without Josh Harrison. Josh Harrison got hit on the hand this week and had like a, like a. Uh, Quad thing maybe. Yeah, yeah, he got beat up quick. He got beat up, but so hopefully, hopefully he'll be back soon. I read that he's running the bases today, fine, and he might be playing next week. Uh, but we got reinforcements. We got Pinder in AAA. We've got Chris Davis, which is in interesting. And Buddy Reed's back. Buddy Reed. Buddy Reed playing. is back, and I am on board. I man, I we were we were on the Buddy Reed train. Yep. And then he got hurt, right? I believe he did. So yeah. we're just checking in on the box score from the Aviators game today that they won 14-0. to zero. Um, I don't really want to talk about this, but I have to say it. Sky Bolt went 5 for 5 with 6 RBI. He has a 408 batting average. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Um, whatever. Anyways, well, who we're interested in is Chad Pinder. He's hitting 294 with a 957 OPS in the minors this year. Today he had uh, one hit, two runs, struck out three times, walked once, two RBI. Anyway, um, the the numbers would imply he's doing all right. And uh, Chris Davis has played in two or three games now, and he's got three hits so far, including a double and an RBI. And we got Nick Allen in AAA now, who is a name to get really excited for. So far in AAA, he's struggling. He's Olympic only played a few games. Medalist, but yeah, Allen. Olympic silver medalist. Um, the stock seems to be going straight up for that guy. I'm very much looking forward to him playing shortstop for the A's. That'll be great. Yeah, he looks like an A. I, I doubt we're going to go with Elvis all year in 2022. It'd be interesting to see if we try and make a change by the end of the year, but I doubt Well, it. I mean, it's also, I mean, Elvis has played above replacement level baseball for a couple months now it's just the numbers he was struggling so mightily that i think it like skewed those numbers in a way that was going to be very hard to bounce back from without an unbelievably hot stretch which he hasn't had one of many of um but yeah there are some reinforcements down there presumably they have carlos perez playing left field they do i noticed that and he's hitting the ball pretty well that's very intriguing they're all they're all hitting the ball real. Nate Nate they're all hitting the ball well. Nate it must, it must be so well. great to play on that team as yeah. a hitter. Yeah, I mean, love. The, I mean, that lineup is looking good. Our lineup is looking good. We don't. We're not really hurting for anything right now. You know, the next few years are looking pretty good. So, 
Yeah, it's a, we're in a good mood this week. I don't know if you can tell, but we're, we're feeling pretty optimistic. We've been playing really well. Especially if, given the fact that we lost somewhat miserably today. So, yeah. Yeah, we've been playing well. We, we're in a great mood. Yes. All things considered, where this is as good as you could possibly hope for. <laughs> That's right. Um, so, coming week. What do we got coming up? On the forefront... <laughs> Uh, we've got the White Sox going to Chicago for four against the White Sox. Ew, ew. No oh, off days this week, so that's dope. Yeah, seven days, seven games. Um, but man, four against the White Sox and mm, three in San Francisco, or three in Oakland against the Giants. Oof. Ooh. Don't love that. But it's it's a good it's a good litmus test. It's a great litmus test. If we can just. If we can go four and two again this week, that would be great. Totally, and I don't even care how it happens. Don't care how it happens. Yeah. You know? Um, or even, I mean, yeah, four and two obviously would be incredible. Three and three, I'm not mad at. And you know what? I'll even settle for like getting skunked by the White Sox. I just want to beat the Giants. Dude, even like a one, maybe like a one, a one and three. And then like a two and 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 one. Three and oh. Three and oh. We can sweep the Giants. And I mean, this is, it's, we were playing well, so it's not unreasonable to, you know, like ponder. If we're, if we have like a five and two week. We need the okay. Astros to take it a little bit of a dive. That'd we do so need the Astros cool. to take it. They lost today? They lost today. And Thank we have been Jesus. playing well enough to get ourselves well. With the, we are well positioned right now. We're. I'm feeling good about I'm feeling good. Still two that. and a half back, yeah? I believe two and a half back, which is fine. There's more than three games left. We got so a lot of time going. We got time and we're playing well. So, um, so yeah, I'm going to go I'm gonna go three and three. That's my seven prediction. Games, seven games. That's right. I'm going to go... I can't decide superstitiously what is going to help the team. <laughs> so I'm going to guess four and three. I'm going to say five and two because that was your assessment as a number. Oh, 52. Um, I wonder if we can bid on And like, we need it. You know, we need we need to make a statement. We need to, I think they need to show themselves that they are good, that they're really good. And they're playing really well right now. And, and also, it would be nice to let the rest of the baseball world know, like, hey, we're playing better than almost anyone right now. So, uh, stop putting us at number 10 in the power rankings on every single website for some reason. There's some mad disrespect out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's one thing to put the A's 10, but to, like, leave them off entirely at this point, I've seen that recently. Yeah. It's just like, what are you guys watching? Yeah. They're yeah. definitely, like, they the have, records. what do we have, the fourth, fifth best record in baseball? Yeah. Things are going well. Um... So what was cool? The coolest thing I saw this week, the non-A's related, um, Fernando Tatis back today was not for that long. Was out for longer than I think they probably would have wanted him out for. But how he's long back was today. that? Two weeks. Two weeks. Um, back today playing right field, which is cool, you know. And uh, he went four for five with a double and two homers, giving him thirty three on the year. So his shoulder's fine, I think. That's so um, many. <laughs> And I mean, they're. It's funny. He's one of the most electric players. They the the Padres have such a stacked team, but they're just not playing that well. We have a considerably better record than the Padres. You know, we've got we're better than the Padres by three or four games. And if you, that is not what I thought was going to happen this year, honestly, I thought the Padres were might win 110 games, and I think I was not alone no. in believing that. Um, but Tatis is exciting nonetheless, and the NLS is brutal. So They're underperforming a little, I feel. They are indeed. 
Um, what about you? The coolest thing you saw nowadays related? Well, I have a few. Uh, I think definitely the coolest thing. It is, was a cool week. It, it was, was there's a really lot of cool, cool stuff that happened. Yesterday, I had a great time watching. There's like a 15 minute span where a lot of cool things were going on. The A's won. Uh, the, the Yankees or the Whites, the uh, must have been the Yankees made a pretty sick comeback on the White Sox last night. And then tuned in and watched Tyler Gilbert finish off his no-hitter. Excellent moment. Excellent do you, do moment. you guys know who Tyler Gilbert is? Because I sure as heck didn't. Mm-hmm. So this guy was making his, I think it was his third or fourth appearance in the bigs. They had all been relief appearances before, so it was his first start. And just carved up the San Diego Padres. He went went for the no-no. And he did it. And he pulled it off and... Um, yeah, when we tuned in, they were showing this guy in the stands going crazy. And after like the third time they showed him, it was like, oh, he's definitely his dad, which yeah. is cool because those might be the coolest things you can take in visually. It's just like family members watching their their son or someone close. It was perform, a powerful moment. Performing was... a major league debut or something along those lines. So that was really cool. The Field of Dreams game was cool. I got it was corny, obviously, but um, <laughs> was, it was good. That was a good one. Thank that you. Was good. The game itself was amazing. They couldn't have asked for a much better game. The walk off, the back and forth, and the walk off by Tim Anderson into the corn. If Tim Anderson is one of the coolest players in, in baseball, yeah, I, I'm not. I know I'm not like shocking anyone with that revelation, but. Just continues to prove it. And every, every time I watch a Sox game, Tim Anderson is just so cool. Yeah. Any way you want to spin that, he's the coolest. Um, so, yeah. And then also I saw today that uh, in the Little League World Series, the Frazier family dominance continues. Todd Frazier's nephew had a, like a clutch hit to tie the game, and then I think their club went on to win. I believe so. So that's pretty and Todd cool. Frazier, I believe, Little League World Series champion yeah. for Tom's and River. He, I think so, and he had a super clutch hit back in his day. So fun stuff. Fun week of baseball. A's were good. Baseball was good. Lost my men's league game today. That's fine. Didn't get hit by a pitch, though. Didn't get hit. Technically got a got a hit, stole a base. Didn't you, make an error. You've been hit by your Mark. You're, you're the Mark Hanna of your, uh, I am. I am. your men's league. I caught a line drive at third, and everyone was super impressed by it, even though... Casual. Went, went right at me, but it was, hit, it was hit so hard. Everyone was like, that was sick. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, totally. You know, it's just every day for me, guys. No problem. Um, and we're going to do the we're gonna do the A's grade of the week. That's right. And the great, oh, man. This one's uh, we're very doing near Jared and Parker. And, man, do I love Jared Parker. Very near and dear to our hearts. Jared Parker only played for the A's. Somehow, this is just a shock to me, but he only played for the A's 2012 and 2013. Really full seasons, though. 29 games started in 2012, 32 in, for the A's in 2013. And he was a rookie in 2012. He had one game of experience with the Diamondbacks in 2011. Um, and, yeah, he went on to be 13-8 and eight for the A's in 2012. 3.47 earned run average, 181 innings pitched, 140 strikeouts to 63 walks. That's a 112 ERA plus. And, I mean, dude, that was that wonderful year... That Cahill, Anderson, and Parker all came up together and all made like 30-plus starts. And everyone, Brandon Anderson threw a shutout in Fenway. It was like the, one of the funnest pitching years I can remember. And uh, we went to a game. We went to a Jared Parker start at the Coliseum against the Mariners on the 18th of August, 2013. I'm glad you pulled that up because I also um, pulled that up. 
It's the only complete game of Jared Parker's career. Nine, nine innings, obviously, one run. And um, Brandon Moss hit a walk-off home run in the bottom of the ninth off of Carter Capps. And we were sitting right by the bullpen. We were yeah. sitting by the Mariners' bullpen. And when Carter Capps was warming up, there were not very many people at the game. And Carter Capps was warming up, and we were relentlessly telling him that he was going to give up a home run oh, yeah. and blow the game. We were... We were, I don't, berating, we weren't berating him, but we were definitely communicating that we were pretty sure that he was going to blow the game. Yeah, and then he went out and blew the game. He went out and blew the game. And I think didn't pitch much after that. So I remember feeling a little bit bad about that because it, you know, I, I don't. I'm but also not. Negatively affected like the trajectory of his career. It was like perfect execution of borderline harassment in yeah, a baseball I mean, game. <laughs> Like, we didn't say anything truly mean, but we were just like, you know, like, you suck. You're going to freaking blow it. Yeah. And I yeah, believe... You're totally... I remember, I remember saying, you are definitely going to give up a home run. You are definitely going to give up a home run. Yep, yep. Um, he did. And he did. I think... Uh, what was it? Danny Farquad? Farquad. Farquad. And we were telling strict. Lord Farquad jokes to him. <laughs> and he didn't give up any runs. He went out. He went on. Yeah, Aaron Harang started that game for them. Okay, yeah. I was going to say, and I was fact-checking you over here. We did not have Trevor Cahill in 2012. but No? No. But we did have Brett Anderson. Was it 20, was 20, oh, I guess two, what, 2009? He was really filled in. Year, he was here for the bad years, you know? He was. He was indeed. And then again for the 2018 great year. So. Um, but, dude, and one more little fun thing about that Jared Parker complete game. Just the lineup for that game. Stephen Vogt was leading off. Leading off? Kiaspo, Alberto Kiaspo was hitting second. Josh Reddick, Jed Lowry, Joanna Cespedes, Eric Sogard, Coco Crisp, Josh Donaldson, and Brandon Moss. Brandon Moss hitting nine. What yeah. kind of a lineup was that, Bob? Yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, um, and yeah, Jared Parker with the with the complete game. I I keep thinking it was a shutout, and it was not a shutout. It was, a, it was one run, but we won regardless. Doesn't matter. It felt um, like a shutout. And also, I mean, I on the sad part, just with their Jared Parker, how it fell apart. His career fell off so quick. Un- because he was so good. He was so good. Remember he had the 20 start, the 20 complete game, 20, 20 game stretch of quality starts? Yeah. It was like a record. Or... It was. I was approaching her. It, it, it might have been a record, record, but that's insane. You know, and just, it's tough. I mean, you have back-to-back years, 2012, 2013, 29 starts, 32 starts, trending up, and then, boom, gone, you know? Yeah, he tried to make his comeback in 2015. I think he went, he did TJ, right? And then, for like, a second yeah, and then TJ. Yeah, awful video. And then, just... yeah, he just, his arm fell apart on the mound, and he called it. Yeah, it, I think it, like, it, like, broke his elbow. I think it something. broke his, like it, 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 like, it, didn't it, break the surgically repaired part, but, but the surgically repaired away. part tore something else. It was bad. It was tough. It felt so he, bad. I mean, he was, and it was, it, the stars were aligning for him in Oakland. He was a he was a first-round pick. He was a very well-regarded prospect, and he was looking great. Yep. Ninth and pick overall in 2007 out of high school. 2012. 2012 was a good year. 2012 was a fun year. 2012 was a good year. Um, And, yeah, so we love Jared Parker. Love Jared Parker. Love that era of A's baseball obviously wish it would have gone differently for him but at least we got to watch some of the good times he finished fifth in rookie of the year voting that year behind mike trout Johanna cespedes you darvish and wei yin chin freaking mike trout mike trout that guy always wins that award 
Ten and a half war. His rookie year. Hell of a thing. Um, and I think that's all we got for you. Good week. Four and two. It's a good week. Let's hope for a better week ahead. I hope. I hope we are in very similar moods when we do this again next week, and we are planning on it. So, have a good week, everyone, and we will see you next week. Go Ace. Bye bye.